You're listening to the Louisiana Literature Podcast. I'm Pike Maninowski. Have you ever read a book that brought someone back from the dead? The Irish writer Colin McCann has. My dead grandfather actually walked into the hospital room and sat on, on the bed with me. Okay, so Colin was heavily sedated by painkillers. But reading Ulysses became the kind of formative experience that only happens through literature. Literature actually allows us to become ourselves by becoming somebody else. In this short interview recorded backstage at the festival in 2013, Colin McCann shares his love for the modernist masterpiece Ulysses and how reading it allowed him to reconnect with history and family. Be warned, this interview is short, but listening to it might just make you want to pick up a copy of Ulysses. When I was 15 or 16, I was supposed to read um, Ulysses, so I didn't. Right? And, so, um, and in fact, I didn't um, read it until my mid-twenties when I went to university in Texas. And, and I was actually forced to read it in an, at, an, at an American university as part of a course. And it began to open things up for me in, in an amazing way. But I first started out with Kerouac, Ferlinghetti, Ginsburg, Richard Brodigan, people like that. And um, what um, Ulysses did for me was sort of showed me that, um, you know, um, my hometown was there. And, uh, but it wasn't really, honestly, till about 10 years ago that I read it all the way through in one fell swoop. I got sick right? and I'd been in my father's garden and um, I'd been uh, weeding my father's garden and I cut my arms and I think I got some weed killer or some fertilizer in and into my arm and I got a really serious infection and I had septicemia. And I was like in the hospital for three months and, and uh, anyway, um, or three weeks. Uh, and um, uh, I read Ulysses cover to cover. Now, admittedly, I was on morphine and I was on a little bit of Percocet, but I loved it. And, and see, what happened to me was my dead grandfather actually walked into the hospital room and sat on, 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 on the bed with me. And I mean that, like, in, in, obviously facetiously, but, um, but I also truly mean it in that I began to, 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 to honestly see that this great book, this beautiful book, this, this, the, the greatest novel of the 20th century, actually brought my grandfather alive. I met my grandfather once. I never met my great-grandfather. My great-grandfather would have been the exact same age as Leopold Bloom um, when he walked the streets of Dublin in 1904. Why do I know my great-grandfather? Because I know Leopold Bloom for no other reason. So the blood that moves through me right now at this very minute is my great-grandfather's blood. But why do I know him? Because I read Joyce. And Joyce was better for, you know, for me to understand my, 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 my distant ancestry. Uh, it's better for me to read Joyce than to read any warehouse full of sociological texts or political texts or, or, or histories. Because it's there. It's, it, it's at the pulse of the moment. It's a, and it's a compendium of human experience. It's not just about, you know, walking around the streets of Dublin, but Everything is raw and alive and clever and beautiful. And, 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 um, and, and so a book like that um, sort of teaches me that literature actually allows us um, to become ourselves by becoming somebody else. 
and that's that that that, that that's what I like about. Also, we tend to forget this, but Ulysses is a really funny book, and it's a really sexy book. And uh, you know, if you really want to have a good date with someone, uh, you should like bring him along to a reading of Molly's soliloquy at two and three in the morning. You know, somewhere deep in a theater in New York, and uh, listen to to, to, to something. Now that would be a perfect. That would be a good date. Uh, but people forget that that because they think oh, it's too difficult. But the other thing about it is um, that um, there is an excellence in difficulty that I, that that I'm beginning to appreciate more and more as I get older. So doing the tough thing in your life, whether that be running the extra mile, or whether that be doing another five push-ups, or whether that be reading a text that is supposedly more difficult than what you can you can grasp, is the most perfect thing that, 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 that you can do, because you stretch yourself and you become bigger. And so many of us are not stretching ourselves anymore. We need to become more agile and embrace the notion of difficulty. There's a sort of celebration of, of, of too much of a celebration of the simple uh, going on. The language of Ulysses um, influenced me hugely. Now, the thing about it is, as I said, I didn't really read it as well as I should have um, in, in my early years. But I was reading it even though I didn't know I was reading it. In other words, it influenced generations of Irish writers. Um, and it influenced the way that we think, the way that we talk, the way that we see. In, 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 and, and so I was getting it by osmosis. Um, and I think I was kind of lucky, in a way, that, 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 that I got it late and it really hit me late. And now, for I mean, for the past 10 years, uh, every day in New, uh, every Bloomsday in New York, every June 16th, I go out and we do readings on the street in New York, and it's great fun. And and um, so um, and and the language of it doesn't necessarily influence me more uh, now, but 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 it was there no matter what. Um, but Joyce was influenced by Hopkins too, um, and um, and I was influenced by Hopkins a lot as well. It was, it, 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 I thought Jared Manley Hopkins was one of the great poets, you know, um, where you hear the birds go up above you. There's a great poem to Christ our Lord, the wind hover. Um, in his riding of the rolling level underneath him, steady air, dappled dawn, drawn falcon. Uh, um, anyway, um, also Dylan Thomas. I really uh, adored Dylan Thomas and, and, uh, and I got to listen to Dylan Thomas because my dad would play it at Christmas time on a record player, which sounds hugely nostalgic now. A record player, you know? And I remember, I, I, what, what I really remember is watching the record player, hearing the, the, these things, and you see it go round. And remember the way the stylus used to collect the dust? And the stylus would look like hairy at the end? And then you pick it up and you hear all that, 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 that static. Um, and little things like that come, 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 come back to you. The writer in Ireland has always been uh, sort of celebrated all the way back to ancient times when the Shanaki was the ancient wandering storyteller who went from town to town and told stories and was put up and given the best food and given the best drink uh, and, 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 and paid for, 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 for going from place to place. Um, and uh, in a way, the, 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 the writers have legislated uh, a little bit of our sanity because we were living in a fairly mad country. I mean, this was a country ridden by the church, a country ridden by conservative elements, like with, with, and, and you know, 
been involved with wars and fighting for so many many years that 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 part of the beauty came from like having somebody who was um, sort of on the edge somewhat and 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 pushing the notions of, of Irishness if we hadn't had our poets we'd be such we'd be an even more neurotic place <laughs> Um, but I, you know, I live in New York, um, and I keep talking about uh, about Ireland. But um, you know, uh, Joyce said in a letter to Frank Budgeon, he said, um, "I've been so long out of Ireland that I all at once hear her voice in everything." And so he, what he's talking about was like 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 um, that your relationship to a text, um, you know, comes from you know uh, that place that you that, that that you originally come from, and it's hard to to lose it. So even if I live in New York and I write a novel about a gay Muslim ballet dancer in uh, Russia, um, I still think that I've written an Irish novel. Colin McCann visited Louisiana Literature Festival in 2013, where he was interviewed by Sunerif Pia. The interview was edited by Camilla Bruce and produced by Christian Lund. The Louisiana Literature Podcast is produced by Louisiana Channel. Original music for this podcast is made by Bob Pounding. Associate producer is Esther Kongstel. I'm Pike Malinowski. Thanks for listening.